again, the modern technology. But, uh, um, by the way, the Institute of Biblical Defense, we have a website and stuff, but you don't, don't email me. You can email the organization, but it, it, uh, it, it, it takes about three weeks longer than regular mail to get to me because it's one of my researchers who has it. But, uh, okay, uh, uh, the New Age and Pagan Influence uh, on the public schools uh, uh, and more than one public... In fact, uh, Bainbridge Island was really heavy into this uh, with Eastern meditation right in the classrooms. Uh, Norman Geisler refers to uh, Seattle as the New Age uh, uh, education capital of the... Of the uh, uh, I don't know about the world or of the United States, but, uh, uh, but basically... Uh, you know, you can't say all men are created equal because that's a religious statement in a public school. So a teacher can't teach that God created the world and that's why the world has meaning and that's why there is such a thing as right and wrong. A teacher can't say that. But if he wants to lead the kids in either uh, uh, Hindu meditation or transcendental meditation or if he wants to have a Native American uh, get together and that type of thing as long as they keep the uh, peyote out or whatever I, I guess they can get away with it but but there's a big emphasis there's a big emphasis on any kind of religion that either deifies the earth or worships the earth in, in one way or another okay and I think this is all part of an agenda even guys like Mikhail Gorbachev are talking about how we need to get people to worship the earth or we're going to pollute this planet and kill all of us. I think it's just one, it's, it's kind of the newer way for the dictators to control us. And, uh, um, but, uh, you know, and as Christians, we should be faithful stewards of the earth. At the same time, if we were really faithful stewards, you know, if the populated as densely as New York, you could fit all the world's population in one-third of the state of Texas. So the problem is not that this world is overpopulated. The problem is we have not been faithful stewards. I mean, if you want to worship false gods and uh, build your society upon them, that, that then yeah, and, and not apply biblical principles in your life, then yeah, you are going to have to move your, your culture or your tribe every 40 years because you turn your land into a wasteland. If you apply biblical principles and you're a faithful steward and you accept the things that God has given us as a gift from Him, um, then you're going to find uh, uh, prosperity in a nation as a, a general statement. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 brings that out. Uh, it applies, of course, to, to nations, not to each individual person. So if a guy's got more money in his bank account than you, he's not necessarily more spiritual. At the same time, if a, if a nation is built on biblical principles and obeys those principles, um, that nation will prosper. God will prosper that nation. Um, values clarification, basically teaching the new morality or moral relativism. What's right for you is right for you. It doesn't have to be right for me and vice versa. You know, the constant said, there's no such thing as right and wrong. And that's why you Christians are wrong to tell other people that they're wrong when they do things you don't want. You know, I just, and it's totally contradictory system. You know, why Johnny can't read? Why Johnny can't pass his test? Well, Johnny's being told there's no such thing as right and wrong. Now, if somebody had given me that kind of information when I was in first or second grade, you know, I, I probably would not have uh, 
you know, been able to to go on in my education years later because, uh, you know, I, I was taught at an early age by nuns, and uh, you know, I had no choice. I was either going to learn and do what I was told and pass my test and be a good student, or I was going to see Sister Margaret Imelda again next year. So, uh, but uh, okay. Uh, Basically, the state of public education today is training children to be global citizens. This has a lot to do with multiculturalism. I have no problem with people talking about uh, the beautiful things of, of many different cultures. I'm half Portuguese and half Italian. last thing on earth I want to do is forget about those, the beautiful aspects of the Portuguese and the Italian culture. Okay? At the same time, there are also bad aspects to each culture. and We shouldn't ignore that. Uh, but what's happening is this is becoming very divisive because it slanders Christianity and Western culture because of Christianity's influence on Western culture and the founding fathers. And it, it kind of it shows any type of earth-worshipping uh, culture. It, it only talks about the good things from that culture and it ignores all the bad aspects. So it's basically it's an anti-Christian, anti-American agenda anti-freedom agenda. I, if you can get people to worship, you know, the, the, the Roman emperors, did, most of the Roman emperors did not believe in the myths. Okay? But they acknowledged if we can get the people to believe in the myths, then it'll be easier, it'll be easier for us to suppress their rights and they'll willingly obey their dictator uh, if we add this religious element to it. And I think that's what's going on today. Um, but whatever the case, some important questions that I think we could answer now from the study. Who should uh, educate the children? I think it's the parents. And uh, based on, upon their religion, that's the, they are the ones that should educate the children, not the state. The state has a hidden agenda that isn't, uh, isn't really as hidden as as we often think, if we would just look hard enough. Uh, what is the goal of education? Basically, the goal of education is real education, not indoctrination. You want to prepare people for life, and, and that's going to entail telling them right from wrong. A guy is not prepared for life if you tell him to do whatever he pleases. Then he gets on the highway, he gets his first car, and he finds out that people write him tickets when he's doing 80 miles an hour uh, down the road. Uh, we need real education, not indoctrination. Uh, question number three, can education be religiously neutral? The end, I agree with Gordon Clark. The answer is no. Uh, some religious presuppositions must be made. Okay? Uh, there, there are religions that don't even believe in the existence of the physical world. So just to say this is a piece of chalk in my hand, uh, entail certain presuppositions that would contradict certain religions. Okay, and uh, I still believe that if evolution, if atheistic evolution is true, it's survival of the fittest. But if creation is true, then all men are created equal, and then human rights make sense. In a godless universe, human rights make absolutely no sense whatsoever. So uh, this idea that uh, you know they take Christianity out of the schools. And lo and behold, secular humanism, atheistic evolution becomes the predominant religion. But then that really, man can't live on bread alone. And Jesus said, 
And so now the spiritual is re-entering the schools, but now it's in, in the uh, guise of New Age pantheism. And then finally, what should we teach? You guys could probably answer this better than me, but I would say that we at least need to teach, obviously, reading and writing and arithmetic. We don't want our children to be easy to manipulate. Michael knew, by the way, was homeschooled. He was one of the few military guys who realized when he took an oath, he took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States, not the UN Charter. Okay? So, uh, you know, this kid, the reason why he was taught about the Constitution, the reason why he knew what it was he was swearing an oath to, was because he was homeschooled, because he wasn't going to get that kind of an education from the state. Um, but uh, we don't want our kids to be manipulated. We don't want our kids to be slaves. You know, I, I tell you, you know, maybe the Soviet Union, maybe if I lived in the old Soviet Union and I lived in Russia, maybe I wouldn't care too much. But I had a taste of this thing. Just a little taste in my mouth. I was born in 1960, so a lot of it was gone. But I had a little bit of taste in my mouth of this thing called freedom. And I look in the eyes of my grandson. I don't want to turn over to him uh, a society where the government's going to control every aspect of his life. Our founding fathers bled for that freedom. Some of our own fathers and grandfathers bled for their freedom. And you know, freedom isn't free, it comes at a cost. You've got to shed blood to get freedom. You know, but what we won in, during wartime, we're just giving it away during peacetime. And the reason is, is because America is being systematically dumbed down. And so I praise God that some people care enough to homeschool their children. But reading, writing, arithmetic, but also history. You know, it's like uh, the philosopher Santayana said, if we, if we don't know the mistakes of the past, we're going to repeat them. Uh, geography, religion, again, you, you can't educate in a religious vacuum. And so I, I believe the traditional uh, Judeo-Christian heritage, the Christian religion, basically, uh, uh, we need to, to teach our kids within a Christian context. Traditional morality... We need to teach them about the United States Constitution. We also need to teach them political and economic theory uh, because uh, if they don't know what, what good political and good economic theory is, i.e. the views of our founding fathers, uh, then maybe they're going to fall for some of these pseudo-solutions. Well, if you want to help the poor, just raise taxes and the government will do this and do that and do this and do that. And all they're doing is that the, the population of the poor gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then they start dragging down people from the middle class in there. And uh, uh, free enterprise system, the opportunity is there. You can escape the, the vicious cycle uh, of poverty. Looks like we don't have time for questions, but I think the next class starts in 15 minutes. So if you wanted to stay and, and ask a few questions, go right ahead. Again, uh, if you want me to speak at your church, grab one of the, the pink flyers and then give, give me a call at the Institute. Uh, my latest book is on sale for five dollars, uh, but if, but uh, I'll sell you three of them for ten dollars. We want to really get them out in this area. We we come out here like maybe twice a decade, so uh, um, so we we really like people to find out about us. But uh, it's endorsed by some leading Christian thinkers: Gary Habermas of Liberty University, J.P. Moreland of Talbot uh, School of Theology, two friends of mine. Uh, it's entitled "The God Who Sits Enthroned: Evidence for God's Existence." So, uh, but that's all I have for you. God bless you.